0: Guys, with Joe and Dave, I'm your host Joe, and with me as ever, my award-winning co-host Dave. Hi Joe. Hi Dave. <laughs> <laughs> your award ceremony <laughs> <it> was last <laughs> night, how are you feeling today? Yeah, good,
1: yeah, uh, we're uh, massively, massively proud uh, uh, that to, to have won, myself and Kathy won Best New Podcast at the British Podcast Awards for, uh, for our other podcast, The Cinema, I can't, still can't quite
0: believe it. Well, believe it. <laughs> 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 it happened. Um, it, it's going to sink in one of these days. And you were there as well, and we had a we had quite the night. It was it was yeah. I, I was very grateful to be there and to to cheer you guys on, and and really chuffed for for you two and and for podcasting in general. It was a a fantastic event and a, and a great night. Um, our subject today is disruptive streaming models for uh, for movies and TV, um, specifically Netflix and uh, and Amazon, but not. Limited to those in any way, and with us, we are very pleased to be joined by the uh, the hosts of Flix watcher podcast, um, Helen and Kobe. Welcome, great to have you guys. Hey guys, hello,
2: hi, thanks for having us. Oh yeah, it's, it's great to be pleasure. here. Yeah.
0: Thank you for hosting. This is this is uh, <laughs> occurring in London, so uh, I'm I'm on unfamiliar ground, but uh, you, you've got a very professional setup here. I'm I'm loving this. I'm loving this setup. And you guys are
1: the Netflix experts. Do you want to tell uh, tell all the people about your podcast? So yeah, we re- we
3: review Netflix films uh, as chosen by our guests, uh, which have included in the past yourselves and the cinema. And Shite guys have also e- appeared. And yeah, we just talk about films in, a, in an informal way, and then use our
2: patented
3: <laughs> Netflix reviews, Netflix Netflix Watcher reviewing system to break down the thoughts of the films. So it's all good fun. And come and come and listen.
0: Yeah. So where can people find you on Twitter if they want to? Uh, on
3: Twitter, it's at FlixWatcherPod. And uh, come to see us on iTunes, just type in FlixWatcher. And on online, on, on the web, is FlixWatcher.tv.
0: Lovely. And uh, if anyone wants to uh, message Scheitgeist, we're at Pod, And you can find us on iTunes or all the other podcatcher apps. So let's let's get into it. Um, let's establish what uh, the the current landscaping is for, for streaming services. Uh, Dave, what, what's your what's your default? What's your go to streaming service?
1: I think at this stage, look like like many other people, it's it's Netflix. Um, I think they've kind of really set the set the benchmark for. Um, well, it really they really turned a corner when they started producing original content. I think think we can sure. all we can all agree. Um, I'm trying to think what the first big one. I think the first big one I remember that really uh, pulled me into Netflix. What I subscribed for was Arrested Development season four, oh, oh, yeah, um, which was very, very exciting uh, and yeah. didn't quite live up to that to that <laughs> excitement. Um, but it was it was that's a, that's an example of a huge show that was buried by ratings. Um, Fox dropped it after three seasons just because it wasn't rating. Got a huge cult audience on on DVD and Netflix came along and they've done this many times since and they identified very cleverly a huge uh, audience and an appetite for that show to come back and they've done it since with some really strange properties like Full House yeah. Uh, came back I don't think anyone expected that to happen the Gilmore Girls yep. they've done it there recently again so it's a very it's Mystery a very
3: Science Theatre is a big one in yeah. in, in the yeah. States I've never watched it but it, and a lot of people have been talking about how excited they were with Mystery Science Theatre 3000's back
1: it's niche it's a weird one
0: yeah I remember I remember watching that we were, visited the States I was about 7 and I, I laughed at that show then, and what's clear to me since the revival is that I've grown up a lot since then. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit uh, childish. Uh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but I mean, clearly there's a market for that. Um, obviously, like the people who loved it way back when, and and a new audience of people who would love that kind of thing.
1: Yeah. So yeah. And what about you guys? What was your first big Netflix experience that you can remember?
3: Um, it was just being on at the time when Netflix. When I first went on Netflix, I was in Norway and I didn't have access to. Uh, I didn't. I couldn't be bothered to dial into the Norwegian BBC. I thought it's a good opportunity just to not be bound by it. And then someone said that if you've got Spotify and you can have two months free Netflix, so I just tried it. And literally just tried it at work on my phone and I was just like, that's that's that's, that's fucking great actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like what they have done here. And um you know, five or six years later I'm still I'm still tied to it and it's no point I'm gonna stop, I don't think. Um but the first thing that kind of draw me drew me in, in terms of what they could do Themselves was it was House of Cards really yes um it was I'm looking forward to the next season coming out at some point this year um but that's that kind of showed that was their kind of benchmark of like we're gonna show films and TV shows that you can't get easily now but we're also gonna do our own stuff that means you have to watch on Netflix only
1: exactly and that's when they really arrived yeah. because they it showed that uh you know a streaming service could compete with a traditional broadcaster mm. and produce content with big names Absolutely. i mean if you think it was a bit of a shock back then that you know you had kevin spacey and david fincher mm. attached to a project that wasn't on television or in cinemas or anything so that i think that's the moment it really happened what about what about you helen what's it, what was it was a house of cards for you as well would no you say? i've never
2: seen house of cards oh, so okay. i'm like a 20 year sky person so i previously did all my tv watching series link was a great thing that Mm. i used to love and when i no longer had access to sky then i went to netflix and it was to uh, i think it kind of there might have been one or two seasons left of breaking bad so that i went to netflix for that but also arrested development as well because i was a massive fan of that and um well, that's an that. interesting
1: journey, and I'd say it's a it's one that a lot of people have done because Sky did have that market sun up for years, but yeah. the price point was very very high, yeah, and still is and still is quite high. Um, but unnecessarily
3: this in this in these days. Well, very much so because you, you're kind of tied to at least a forty pounds a month contract for knowingly you're going to you paying for a lot of crap you're not going to watch
1: and that's basic yeah. that's their basic point. exactly but they they even sky have started to acknowledge that now i mean they they they're the people behind now tv yep. um which they've deliberately positioned as as a competitor to netflix and amazon and i and i, I would say personally i think it's a very very strong competitor because yeah. sky already have HBO. The, they've got yeah, the they've got, they've got HBO deal. They've got the Sky, Atlant- you know, Sky Atlantic has all that, uh, that, that great content. So they've already got all the channels and the contacts. They've got the distribution networks. So all they had to do was just bring that price point way down. And now TV is a really, really good package.
0: Well, when you think about Sky, like they have to rent satellites and they have to, um, they have to secure rights for football games. And there's, there's a, a way bigger scope that, that they need to pay for and hence the, the inflated price but um, Netflix can only cater to uh, people who want to binge watch or people who want to watch movies um, and, and yes they do have to fund their own, uh, their own productions but at this point um, production companies a- in, in LA specialise in finding and picking out talent and great ideas and bringing them straight to Netflix mm. so um, that's a lot of that hard work is done for them and they can just separate the the cream off the top and and attempt to to make the best stuff they can.
1: Exactly. And I and I think uh, the best recent example of that is Stranger Things. Yes. So that um the, the the background to that I was reading was uh, I think the guy's name is Sean Levy he's a, a director of you know a sort of family fair like Ben Stiller's Night at the Museum and a lot of these things and he has a production company as you described Joe um, and the, the Duffer brothers brought the project to him and he said this just makes sense on Netflix and he, he brought it to them and of course the other thing which we haven't talked about is Netflix have Data. They've got such rich data on all of us. They know exactly what we like, they know what we want, and they know where the demand is. And there's a rumor, I don't know how true this is, but uh, there's a rumor that House of Cards was basically commissioned off a formula that they saw that people liked political thrillers. Kev- they liked Kevin Spacey and they liked David Fincher isn't that it?
0: Yeah, yeah, those would be the three key elements that would have, uh, <laughs> Yeah.
3: Come no, together Robin for. Wright, is she not factoring that? <laughs> well, <laughs> no, she, no, she is at this right.
0: stage. She's she's got equal billing or, or higher and she's directed some She's episodes, amazing so. in this, yeah.
3: in in House of Cards. I, I I guess the third trifecta you talked about now TV which is a new boy to the to the mix in the UK is Amazon, Amazon Prime. Yeah. And then of course you have the traditional services uh like the bbc iplayer which uh which kind of have to figure in that discussion nowadays because the way generally we're absorbing television and film is now pretty i don't have an aerial connection in my house i just use broadband
0: yes and and the the idea of an of an a la carte selection um to your viewing uh, your viewing experience like that's something that wasn't around 15 years ago you know you you were confined to um what was broadcast and at the time? At the time, and then yeah. Series Link after that. And to, to your point, Helen, Series Link is the thing that enabled this. Yeah, the idea of being able to watch what you want when you want—that um, has enabled this complete pivot into custom TV watching.
3: Well, it wasn't. It wasn't necessarily Series Link. It was the HDR thing, wasn't it? So you can just yeah, yeah.
2: Download a series Download. onto your, your box and Absolutely. watch it whenever you want to. But even
0: the, that appetite of, uh, of binge watching a whole mm. series, like um, DVD box sets prior to that were, would have been the only way to do that. And uh, now if you go back to a DVD, you have to sit through the menus, you have to sit through the, the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You have to, sit you through have the to find a DVD player to well, begin with. That, yeah. <laughs> but even things that punish you for legally buying a DVD, it's like copyright warnings. At the t- come on come on uh, I bought uh, this yeah like, <laughs> well, it, it's, punishing it's me it's
2: scratched at the really important moment and yeah it's jumping and you, you can't get to the end of the episode well, uh, I mean you can
0: you can encounter technical difficulties with buffering and things like that in oh the Netflix. amount of times
3: because I, I watch Netflix on my it comes by the Playstation the amount of oh, times yeah. I set it up
0: and it says new
3: software is available you have to download it before oh, you can start. oh yeah. Dude, can you, can you send me an email so I knew to download the software before? And it's you know, always like 40 started? gigs or oh, something. Good lord.
0: <laughs> no, in, in fairness, the Netflix uh, app is like a couple of megs. But, <laughs> no, but, but it, it's, it's PlayStation. It's the and general PlayStation. Oh, part. yeah, no, yeah. that's no, yeah. On, on, on PS3. Yeah, it, is, yeah. it, is, it is small enough, but it takes forever. Like in this day and age, you would watch a film in the time it takes to download the update for, for Netflix. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
3: So are you guys all on other services as well? Like I I'm on Netflix and uh Amazon and on now TV recently because Game of Thrones is coming out so I'm I'm checking it out and I don't want to pay the £40 a month and interestingly I don't want to illegally download anymore. Sure. Um so that's what I did last year because I didn't have access to Sky.
1: That's a really good point. Yeah uh, because I I look whether we want to admit it or not um <laughs> I think illegal downloads uh, and illegal pirating touched our, all of our lives at one point whether, whether or not you were doing it you were being handed files on a hard drive do you remember those yeah, days or Dropbox or Dropbox? DVDs yeah, it's like here I've got the latest uh, episode of uh, Lost or whatever like, we, were all, we were all doing it when um, Heroes came out I was
3: the dealer <laughs> <laughs> was
1: like, give it to, when you finish give it to Brad and then it to- <laughs> what you got Kobe what you got yeah. I need my
3: fix <laughs> I don't the wire literally I used to like, drive, drive past my friend's house just drop a few DVDs of the wire just on like like a milkman <laughs>
0: Did you, you have a stash house? Did you like? Did just, you have honestly it was just under the rug. Yeah, Omar coming. <laughs> <laughs>
3: but yeah, that's it's a really cool thing. I really, I'm really happy that I'm actually contributing to and not taking away from this awesome productions, Some less awesome, but yeah. I'm doing it in a legal way, and I feel so much. Yeah, I can walk m- more freely as a result. <laughs> this what? is probably the first year of not illegally downloading anything.
1: Everything's become globalized now. We yeah. generally can get access to things. I think the uh, the the only tricky point is, and you kind of addressed this a minute ago, that there's so many services now, yeah. and the rights, uh, content rights, is getting tied up exclusively with some of them. That if you're not signed up to all of them, like you're 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 not going to see everything,
0: basically. Yeah. Um, oh, but there isn't time to see everything either. But you, <laughs> that's you, true. But you won't be able to see the selection of things across the the range of of services. Like uh, you mentioned, um, HBO and and um, uh, Game of Thrones, mm. notably missing from Netflix. Obviously, because HBO have their own streaming service in the states that wants wants to compete with Netflix. So there's no time, any time soon, that they're going to have any HBO content no. on uh, on Netflix because they are they are rival businesses.
3: But. Netflix so there was some HBO stuff on and there is some HBO stuff on Amazon Prime okay like Oz used to be on on there uh, for example so it might they might give the kind of lesser uh, well-known uh, properties to other other aspects but it would be it's interesting how they divvy up the rights and to who and to and who gets what and things like that.
1: Well, let's go back to, to your question, Colby, because we didn't quite answer it. Yeah. Um, so what, what, what are you signed up to? It's, you said uh, Now TV, Netflix and Amazon. And Amazon. What about you, Helen?
2: I'm only on Netflix.
0: I'm, I'm Netflix and Sky. they would be my two.
1: I'm Netflix and Sky as well. I, but I wonder, because we get Sky free through, through Cathy's work, um, so we get the full deal and, and everything, and we get Now TV through that. Mm. I, w- I would almost feel, we were talking about this the other day, that you wouldn't need Netflix. If, if I was to pick one or the other, I'd almost pick Sky at this stage, I okay. think, because in terms of pure browsing selection, you're going to get much better TV and movie content in general. But what would keep me on Netflix is the exclusive stuff. It's the original. Uh, it's, the, it's all those Marvel shows that mm-hmm. they're producing, for instance. Uh, it's House of Cards. Um, and, and they're starting to produce a lot of um, um, exclusive movies. Yeah. Now as well. Yeah. I mean, just just I was looking at a list recently, and the the amount of um, big name actors they've got in exclusive movies this year. Brad Pitt's doing one called War Machine. I, and and I, haven't even, I, haven't, I haven't even heard of these movies. Yeah. yeah. Not, there's no real buzz about them. But, Netflix but just drops stuff.
0: Yeah. Like uh, their their business model is interesting, um, and the traditional ways that you would see a trailer don't exist. So you might catch a trailer for War Machine online, maybe. You won't see it in a theater, and no theater is going to advertise Netflix because, come on, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really hurting their, their their bottom line.
3: Unless it is a similar broadcast, um, like we did with Amanda Knox. I think they played yeah. that in cinemas for maybe a day, so it's, they showed a trailer, and that's how I found about found out about uh, Amanda Knox. But it's a it's a few and far between, and I think it's when they think they've got an awards uh, contender. That they'll simulcast it onto onto the big screen, so then it's allowed to enter the into the into the woods, like yeah. Beast of No Nation is probably the yeah. the most yeah, recent example. It, of it.
0: That's a great example because that was that was I think the first streaming. Um, film to be nominated for an Oscar mm. that, that it, it was the first to get in and I remember the Academy being quite snooty about it that there was no way it was going to get any real traction there was a little oh well we'll leave one in this year <laughs> and then uh, meanwhile 2016 in comes uh, Manchester by the Sea which was bought up by Amazon yep. and it didn't quite suit the boards, but it certainly won quite a few awards. And Amazon, I think, have done a slightly different approach to Netflix where they've
1: gone the full cinematic release. I mean, that, mm. m- I think, because, uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Beast of No Nation had a short stint, wasn't it? But it's mainly. It, it was
0: needs a cinematic release to qualify for the Oscars. Yeah. Oh, is that right? That's a yeah. prerequisite.
1: Okay. So it's but there for a week and it's gone kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Even that, even a week
3: might be too long. Um, but yeah, it's just, I think they do the bare minimum to be qualified. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure. I think there's kind of two different models with it there's there's the ones where, like you saying with Stranger Things where they brought the idea to Netflix and Netflix said, Yep, here's the money, go and enjoy, give us something back But I think Beast of No Nation was one where they went to like the to things like Sundance Film Festival. Yes. And the bidding goes to everyone there and Netflix said, Here's here's the money, we'll we'll put it on Netflix and so there's there's still there's two there's two sides of the coin now and then it's um but more and more I think Netflix are making their own things right off the bat and more and more, like you said, Dave, that people are producing stuff with a streaming service in mind because the traditional broadcasters, I guess typically in the, in the States, have that, even even HBO has that thing where they have to have a certain number of viewers or eyes on it to for, for HBO being subscriptions but for everyone else being advertising where yeah. Netflix just doesn't have to even consider that and that unhinders them. In so many different ways netflix and amazon um which i think is really a powerful thing
1: um and even at this year's uh, sundance film festival um i don't remember was it netflix or amazon but one of the they're both they both just came in and just swooped up everything yeah, and
0: there was a there was almost like a not quite a blank check but a standing order <laughs> and there, it was like anyone yeah. anyone whose movie was of a reasonable standard and that didn't get picked up by anyone else there was a, a baseline two hundred thousand dollars uh, to be put on the streaming service, so I think it was Netflix in that case that had the, just offered that open deal to any open, in the deal to, yeah,
1: so um, like that's huge money, they're just throwing money around
0: for them it really isn't um well, I know, guess they're in every country in the world, yeah, you know. there's so many millions of subscribers, and uh, like for every exclusive movie or every new um property like that that brings people in, so
1: I thought we could talk a little bit about the the binge model. I mean, we we've kind of touched on it here, but what what do, what do you guys prefer, Helen? Do you prefer to do you do you prefer to watch everything in one sitting, or do you prefer that sort of week to week Game of Thrones build
3: up? You say Game of Thrones because that's the main bas- that's the last bastion nowadays, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Well, that's the
0: one where, That's the water cooler show, yeah, isn't Actually, it? There's one other Westworld, Westworld, this year yeah, had a similar one because uh, purely because if you missed out by a day, you were spoiled. The internet yeah. would ruin it for you. I didn't see any of
3: it. I was. I managed to. Um, gone from all of it and then binged it at the end but okay. Helen, sorry
2: I, I haven't seen either of those mainly because they are both hbo yeah. and okay. i don't have access to it and also i kind of binge watched breaking bad and was so disappointed oh really that oh really right right oh. okay. a bit. Interesting. <laughs> yeah
1: what, did you did you jump on board post hype was that it was, maybe what yeah it's
2: riding the hype was pretty high and yeah. it was coming to the end so i basically kind of caught up just so i could watch the last seasons as they were being released Mm. and um yeah i was a bit i was a bit disappointed i just thought it was it took a lot from other shows that i really really liked but didn't really give me anything new but then i kind of the wire is my sort of you know (sighs) What a show! Yeah, the wire, I think we all binged
1: the wire because nobody yeah, well, saw it on television. Did we? I saw
2: it on BBC Two? Oh, so that's, when it it so that's when That's yeah. when it came yeah. out like two years after where it finished. That's for the second run. Yeah, right. which it was on like eleven o'clock. Yeah, stupid. BBC Two and on like a Tuesday a or link. Sunday. What,
0: what's um, weird in, in Ireland we have a we have a broadcaster we have a channel that is it's like S4C in Wales. Um, oh dear. T, TG Catter is. um the Irish language broadcast station. Os yeah, so like, unless you speak Irish or well, if you can read subtitles, um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's no good to you. Uh, but they had the wire, right? And prior to that, they had Oz. Okay. Um, so like that was drawing in a late night crowd when we were in
1: we secondary were, school. We were in a, we were in college. I remember Joe and we, we we used to watch the Thursday double bill of Oz. But it, in it, the, in our accommodation, it
0: started in like two thousand and. Is it 2000, 2001, might have been, or was it ninety nine that I can't remember. It was it was before the Sopranos. It, it was, was
3: before because um, the actress who then became Mrs. Soprano,
0: Edie Falco. yeah,
3: Edie Falco. she was in the first two seasons. She was, had to be written. And as- she and she left so she could start in Soprano. So it was so it predated uh, the Sopranos, and kind of, and that is there's an awesome book called uh, The Revolution Was Televised by a guy called Alan Sepinwall and and it talks about the wire it talks about breaking bad it talks about buffy the vampire slayer of course it talks about uh, but it talks about Oz as being like that kind of proto new wave film uh, film tv series where everything kind of started as to how you build up a season and a series
0: yeah and if you if you look at um, hbo as a disruptor yeah. in the 90s um, like prior to that it was it was your your big um nbc abc your your american standard stations which wouldn't have swearing wouldn't yeah. have uh excessive violence or nudity and along came oz yeah. and you were <laughs> that's mean, a
1: hardcore core show yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: it actually I, I learned a few weeks ago that it garnered a big audience uh among among the gay community um purely because
3: uh, all men well all, yeah. all men uh, nudity it was, and it, yeah. you know it,
0: it, it was something that wasn't seen on tv sure. prior to that um, but it's it's an excellent show. It's um, if you can if you can if you have a strong stomach for violence, um, <laughs> it, uh, it it is really really good.
3: It's really cool. I want to go back to. I know you talked about um, not seeing it, Game, Game of Thrones, of Thrones yeah. or or. But what's, what's your preferred processing of content? Would you prefer to binge or do you prefer to do it week by week if you had the choice?
2: I guess it just depends on how engaging it is. Right. Um. I mean. And also, it's a time thing as well. I don't have five hours a day where I could sit down. And I did binge watch Stranger Things. I think I watched that all in one afternoon. Right. Oh, wow. Yeah, I just did it all in one go. Oh, no, I think I had...
1: You had had a break, tea break in the middle.
2: Yeah, (laughs) I think I watched it all apart from the last episode, and then I watched that.
3: um, I think binge doesn't necessarily mean, like, in one go, but it means, like...
2: Yeah, well, but I go, I I really went for (laughs) it, yeah. (laughs) That's that's
0: a solid effort. You, I hope you liked it after all that
2: I thought it was okay oh wow <laughs> yeah I,
0: <laughs> because there's there's so much like every, everyone is um, effusive about that show um, it, was there did you think there were drawbacks or did you think there was anything there? I,
2: I just thought it was just it was just nostalgia sure yeah, mm. and, yeah. It was. And, and that and I and I all wanted manage. yeah I would, and that wasn't enough it wasn't particularly meaty or un- you know, I like the look of it, and it should it should be something that I really like, considering my taste in film and you know my age, etc. It should be my target <laughs> thing, but I I just didn't really connect with it, and it just made me think of obviously other things that it's homaging as well. Sure, I think without I, creating something that was really unique. I kind I of agree fair. with you
3: on that point. I think um, and when you talked about the algorithm, the Netflix algorithm, they have just gone okay, kids born in the eighties. But, let's, put yeah. some, let's put some Spielberg shit in there yeah, let's put yeah, all this whack it all and mix it up together like one BFG Winona kind of Rider. cauldron carpenter, yeah,
2: Stephen yeah, King
3: yeah. and let's, let's put it out there and that's what it did and I, I kind of agree I, I really enjoyed it Um, but I'm not so uh, as effusive as people who are properly like this is the best thing ever on TV I just think you know fair play and I love the fact that it wouldn't exist on other platforms yeah uh, Um, but but it was also
1: very, very well executed. Absolutely, that's, yeah. That's the other thing. Yeah, like they, so, they handled it all p- very well. Yeah,
3: there's so many really cool things. Like Eleven is one of my favorite TV characters ever. Yeah. Okay. Um,
0: so, so to use your your patented FlixWatcher um, rating system, what what would the rewatchability on um, Stranger Things be? Would you Would you be inclined to rewatch it again? See,
3: see, this is the problem with being so much stuff on TV. I'm very I don't think I'll watch many I don't think I'll re-watch many TV series It's um, a huge
0: investment of time
3: Absolutely And Stranger things wouldn't be up there I've been speaking with Dave about Like rewatching The Wire oh. And it's just like I so so want to do it But I don't know Last time it crippled me for like three months, three weeks. <laughs> yeah. Um, it takes a good month yeah. to get through.
2: I'm, I'm due a wire. I've got it on DVD so I can just kind of nice. Just go Nice. You're, ready, go to go. Yeah, you're yeah. ready to go. Yeah, you're ready to go. But
3: it, it did take three weeks out of my life and going to bed at like five o'clock, waking up at two, waking up two hours later, going it's to like work. It's a good job, isn't it? It is.
0: It's almost too good. Yeah. It kind of ruins TV forever. <laughs> it, if you're just, just after a, a wire rewatch, and I'm, I'm probably due one myself, I've been through it three times now. Oh, wow. Um, Fair play. And I, I, I'm due another one at roughly... One every two years, but um I'm ready, I'm ready to watch it again <laughs> um but it it just it's all consuming, yeah, um, you cannot c- cut that with the good wife, or you know that the, the you, you, you can't cut it. You can't, you it's can't like go anywhere up. else. You're like, well well, when, when's the next word? We'll watch? The next wire, next episode of the wire, season two,
1: even season two. He could drop in a bit of Murder She Wrote or something there as an <laughs> antidote. Or Kobe, I noticed you've got an A-team T-shirt here.
3: Yeah. One thing you said <laughs> that made me laugh when you said cut it" was um, talking about the streaming system. And one th- one episode you talked about on Schleichgeist was uh, Black Mirror. Oh yeah. Is, again, one of those one of those TV shows. It wasn't it wasn't dead and done. I don't think, but but. But Netflix came along and said, Mr. Brooker, we like what you've done. You've done six episodes. You've done seven episodes so far.
1: Here's half a billion dollars. Make like
3: twice as many straight away and do it for us now. Um, But I couldn't. I could not binge watch Black no, Mirror.
1: No, oh y- You would
0: not be in a fit mental state no.
1: if you binge watched Black You'd be Black in the fetal position ugh. in a corner.
3: And a lot yeah. of people cut it with Rick and Morty.
0: Yes, yeah. <laughs> ah. That's Actually, nice Sean one. O'Connor, who we've had on, was talking about that exact thing, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I, like that.
3: I do like that turn of phrase, cutting
0: it with... Because <laughs> oh. you can't go, just go to bed straight after a Black Mirror episode and expect not to have nightmares. Because, uh, <laughs> Again, grim. a really good show, and I yeah. uh, would recommend it to anyone who isn't too nervous in their disposition but um uh yeah it, it would be a companion piece to ex machina or or her or any um, any of those like techno
3: near present future sci-fi yeah. things
0: yeah um anything that's kind of uh prescient but not too far removed from what we are where we are now
3: so how do you guys absorb content what your, what's your preferred delivery method <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> sounds, uh, sounds kind of filthy. <laughs> What's your preferred delivery method, baby? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm. I'm largely. I mean, it's all. It's all streaming now these days. Even I can't. I don't remember the last time I watched like live TV because we. I said I, we, I, yeah. I don't have a don't. TV.
2: All the watching it's is, on is the done. Computer. Yeah, but obviously, not watching TV like you know, have it in the background like you used to. Yeah, you yeah. Don't have that and. Like thinking of my friends as well. They don't have TVs. They don't actually have the physical TV either. You know, they just have... You don't really g- need it unless you, you
1: want a bigger screen. Like, yeah. you don't need it to watch stuff anymore.
0: There are things that broadcast TV delivered that no streaming service can touch. First and foremost, news. Yeah. You, you cannot get news and current affairs on, um, on Netflix. Although and, they're
1: and streaming live on YouTube now, for instance. Sky News streams okay. all the time on YouTube. And it's also how you
3: get your news because most of my news comes from Twitter. Yeah. In, in the morning, for example. I don't feel a need to have a news presenter tell it to my face. I kind of see what's going on uh, via the various different hashtags that are trending. And often a lot of news that's in, the, in Twitter doesn't ever feature in any... Yeah, that's true. And in broadcast media,
0: yeah. and it it speaks to the fact that um, media and news media has has fractured mm. uh, in so many different directions, um, and it's it's kind of created these echo chambers where uh, if if someone likes a particular news source or, or if someone subscribes to a particular type, they will only get that news and not get an alternative viewpoint. Yeah. They yeah. will not get like what other major outlets are saying or what other what the the rest of the consensus is. So, um far more problematic than netflix not having news is people picking their own news and selectively believing what they want to believe yeah, yeah. and uh,
1: i think i think you're right joe there 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 is still something that uh, traditional broadcast mediums can offer and i think that's uh live events for instance i think live there's still a big um market for shows like the x factor uh not the x factor in particular because that's kind of in in, in decline but, good. but the voice is still big you know there's there's the, there's that sort of wholesome live family entertainment Uh, Show which I don't think we've seen um, tackled right by the streaming service. And the other big one is sports. Sure, Um, BT Sport and Sky, they're the two big heavy hitters. And the money is so big in sports, I don't think we've we've seen Amazon or Netflix even really try to tackle it. And I'm not sure if we will see it anytime soon. Although you you mentioned Twitter. I think Twitter are actually trying to go into the live sports market. They're starting to stream a lot of NFL games. Okay. from the states, for instance, because it kind of makes sense as a as a delivery medium in a way.
3: What, what's your preferred absorption
0: method? Uh, in, in term- <laughs> I
1: love the way you're describing
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> it, it depends show to show. Um, like, I find less and less that I have the time to watch. Three or four episodes or something in uh, in a row. Like gone are the days where I can watch something till three in the morning and and like the first watch of the wire, for instance. I, yeah, I, I, it just it kept going and it was only ever one more episode. Uh, yeah. Yeah, what, yeah, one, one more, it was, what, yeah. Just, just one more. Yeah, um, it's tomorrow now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you end up you end up just like sacrificing sleep effectively. Mm. Um, so I tend to I tend to watch an episode or two. Um, never broadcast tv it would only ever be streaming um yeah I, I have i have paid for shows and downloaded them for instance um louis ck's *Horace and pete yeah i've not uh, seen that
3: yet is that worth
0: a- it's unconventional yeah um it's it's probably worth checking out but i can't guarantee anyone is going to like it um, it's it's very much its own thing. It's worth the the performances like Eddie Falco, who you mentioned, is yeah. in it, and um, Alan Alda, and uh, and Steve Buscemi, and you know it's it's got a great cast, and it's kind of halfway between a play and a sitcom, um, but it's kind of neither nor really. Mm. It's it's a it's a weird show for that, for its uniqueness. It's probably worth a look. And this is one thing that's um, I
3: think you, Louis C.K. is the main proponent of it, but you can create your own content. Yeah post it on your website and ask people to pay and that's essentially what Netflix is doing but just on a bigger scale and
0: that's that's the uh, the Radiohead model for Rainbow yeah, absolutely, pay what you want kind of of deal yeah
1: yeah I Uh, really admire him for doing that and it was brave yeah
0: Um, he went so deep in the hole for Horace and Pete yeah um, like if, if it didn't sell he was ruined but you know he kind of did the math and knew that he had a an established audience and knew that if enough people paid for it then he'd be okay
3: and now it has got a Netflix special out, so that's probably paid for it anyway. I, I'd imagine so. Yeah, he, he's going
0: to be okay. <laughs> yeah. I yeah.
1: I, so I think, I think we've fairly well uh, established the, the benefits of this, this new age we're living in. And I think we probably all agree that this is a... It's a great time to be alive, guys. <laughs> 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 so, much, so much choice, possibly too much choice. But one thing, I think... Let's, let's briefly touch on some of the downsides of this. I think one definite downside I've seen is that... With traditional broadcast media, there, there, there were restrictions placed on TV shows. You had your hour slot, mm-hmm. uh, you had X amount of episodes, uh, but with, with the internet, it's, it's, it's infinite. And I think we saw that very much bringing it back to Arrested Development season four, where we had these tight 20 minute episodes on Fox and they were punchy and pacey uh, and they, they were they were bingeable. They felt like more and more. But then uh they get they gave Mitch Hurwitz a little bit too too much leg room and there were episodes going on to 40 minutes and they dragged mm. and it sh- that's a show that should not be dragging
0: so more than just the runtime um what that show benefited from was um it needed a villain and in seasons 1 to 3 fox were the villain yeah <laughs> so they uh they were forced to work under 22-minute constraints and forced to work around ads and, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, they would argue that it ruined the show. It broke up the pace, and the best way to watch it is is either on DVD or, or binged on Netflix. But the end result was a better show. So um, if on Netflix uh, he was given carte blanche, and there was no there was no villain. I mean, the villain was scheduling problems with the, the various cast members. Um, but yeah. again, that didn't add up to a better show. Um he made a very complicated and intricate TV show, a very um, complex story. season, yeah. story, and tr- he did his best to make it funny, but it couldn't be just by virtue of focusing on one character at a time. It was an experiment. Yeah. It failed.
1: Yeah. And it was hugely ambitious. Yeah. Yeah. But you're right, Joe, uh, that you, you can really benefit from having, you know, th- we, some constraints. We, Exactly, mm. and we, you know, we all there's there's the caricature of that everyone imagines of the studio executive who's, sit, who's sitting in on your meeting and he's saying, like, "No, no, people want to watch this or that." The suits, uh, yeah, yeah, the suits. But they, the suits are important. I, I, <laughs> I do, do you do need I, you, there you, if you leave a creative too much room, then they can go totally off the wall. And I think working within a box can act actually create like a better product a lot of the time. It can, but also
3: then. A lot of the stuff we've seen, I mean, The Wire, going back to The Wire, that was an HBO. A lot of people, a lot of creators wanted to go with the HBO, and then I guess to some extent, um, AMC and Star, what's the one that's uh, Calif- Stars. Stars, yeah. is it? Um, I can't remember what California Cation's on. Um, but they. Oh, is a- it Sh- Showtime? Showtime, oh, yeah. Showtime, yeah. Because they gave you a lot more leeway in terms of A, you know, if you want to have. Cutting heads off, you can do that if you want to show more nudity, you can do it if you want to show more swearing, you can do it. So that gave creators a lot more um leeway with that, but still with some kind of constraint there. I mean, if you watch The Sopranos, the episodes range from 40 well, 50 minutes to maybe an hour and a bit, and with The Wire, there's they range from an hour to an hour and a half depending on what the the story is. And I think that is really nice when you think, well, let's just stay in this moment for a bit longer. or. Okay, that's the sto- that's the story of this episode finished. So let's cut it here. Yeah. Um, but I think what you're saying there, Dave, is this with constraint does kind of breed creativity in a way that people do need sometimes. And you just kind of say, well, like, if, so my parents, you go to bed at ten o'clock. You got to do all this before you go to bed. But now I'm an adult. I can lays around and nothing gets done and then (laughs) that's the kind of same weird analogy i've come up with
2: (laughs) also i think it's a storytelling element as well Mm. that a lot of them like for example game of thrones is obviously based on books sure so you kind of know that there will be an end or there's a structure and with the wire that was always made as a five series it was never going to be oh we'll make the first series and we might make a second Mm. Whereas when we've got series that's kind of start off and they're kind of like, don't have like an overall arc that's going to go through each season where it's kind of feels like what happened to Heroes, they had that series and then they kept going, but they didn't really know where they were going yeah. and they could be cancelled at any time. So do they have a big story now in case they don't get to make it to the third series or do they try and stretch it out to push it? I think that's happened a lot with a lot of shows now that they're kind of like, well, we've got another series, so we've got to make up some ideas <laughs> yeah, rather than yeah, yeah, rather than actually having, saying we're going to make five series and each series is going to have this story and it's going to go all the way through and that's going to be it.
0: You still see that with um, Homeland, for instance. Um, you could see that the, the first season was really tightly plotted out and they had, a, they had a, a good impression of where they were going. And after the first series, all bets were off. They, they, it didn't seem like they had a plan really for where it was going to go, and it, it kind of gets saggy and and loses its way a bit, and um, y- it's the kind of thing that you see more in, on on traditional networks. They, uh, that's
3: what people say about um, Walking Dead. Yeah, example. That's, oh, that's
0: yeah. That, that yeah. was such a squandered potential. The the first six episodes, the first se- season is brilliant, mm-hmm. and then they end up in the farmhouse for season two, and oh, it just goes nowhere.
2: Yep.
1: I have a very love-hate relationship with The the Walking (laughs) Dead. I kind of... uh, It's like it's 10 episodes of of just them walking and doing nothing. And you're like, God, I hate the show so much. But I can't stop watching because there's two or three episodes every season where you're like, oh, this is the best thing
3: I've ever seen. I'm like you. I've I've stored up the last two seasons because... And I, I am a binger. I think I prefer the binge. And not necessarily in one day, but just knowing that, you know, if Sarah's away for the weekend or she's away for a couple of days, I can just sit down... Friday night, straight through till Sunday or just on the back, you know, um, every day for a week, watch for a couple of hours. And I prefer that to watching. waiting. To watch. Yeah. Waiting. Okay. Yeah. Ma- yeah. I'm just impatient basically. <laughs> um, but I, I'm, I haven't watched the last two seasons of Walking Dead because I just want to maybe just get them all together and just deal with it in one go rather than kind of. It is a band aid you have to. Rip yeah, off because I think so. it, because
1: it's it's hard going as yeah. well that show. Like I I didn't the latest season I only watched the first episode. Okay, uh, you know I won't say anything, but it was. Uh, oh, I mean, it, it's it's great television, but it's just. Oh, See, heart, this is hurts.
2: my problem. I've been burnt too many times. I've yeah. invested in so many TV programs yeah. for them to be ultimately. A bit shit. They don't pay off. Or cancelled. And, yeah, or cancelled. And that's why there's so many things that I haven't started. Because I'm just like, well... You'll see how it, it pans out. Yeah. Sometimes and also, you and need also that finality, don't you? A lot of them like, are five seasons ahead now. It's like, where am I going to catch up on that? And also, that's I keep thinking, thing. it's not going to be better than The Wire. So I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> it always goes back to that.
0: If maybe we could spin this into another podcast where we watch The Wire. I'm sure, I'm sure there are hundreds out
3: there. I don't think there are. I've done some research. <laughs>
0: to market research
3: to market research <laughs>
1: um
0: okay well um let's
1: let's wrap things up i guess is there a, a, is there anything upcoming that you guys are looking forward to what's on what's on the horizon
3: i thought, thought want to talk about the previous netflix wins and um streaming wins so of-
1: oh yeah what's i guess what's your if you had to pick what's been your biggest um netflix or amazon or streaming success show or movie what what was the big slam dunk for you
3: uh, well, I, I really enjoy the extension of the Marvel Cinematic Universe um, in some way, shapes, or form, and to varying degrees of success, I guess. in I'm saying I guess most people aren't too taken on, on Iron Fist, for example. <laughs> no. no. Um, but I really like that, how they're playing out the universe in a different way uh, and tying things together and um, making things really integrate. so I think that's a really cool example of what it can do on that on this kind of platform
1: that would have been super difficult before. And, and I'm a big fan of those shows yeah. as, as well. Largely, I mean, the Iron Fist didn't work for me, but uh, yeah, they, they they carved out, they took uh, an existing universe and then v- made a very tonally different yeah. sort of section of the universe on Netflix, and it felt it felt right um, I, because they've had shows on ABC like Agents of Shield, and that also felt like their own thing. So it's it's an interesting model to to kind of carve out your own niche while tying it into a larger world and yeah i enjoy that what about you helen
2: uh, i th- think it's beast of no nation and the amanda knox documentary which we've reviewed on FlixWatcher. um i think they are like excellent examples of a documentary and a film and you know if they can continue to do things like that then i'll be very interested
3: have you seen 13
2: not yet no oh my god I
0: really yeah, want to that's see yeah. that. so good that's
3: and, sp- and, speak-
0: and speaking of movies With uh, with numbers in the title There's one called The 75 On Netflix okay. no. uh, It's about the 75th Precinct in New York And this crooked um, Cop Who ran it like a Hold dru- on. Like a drug dealing Wasn't
3: that, that That was That's not a Netflix original though, Is it
0: Oh Maybe not But it is on Netflix Yes
3: yeah, I saw I'm, I can't remember what the title was But I saw it Something like that In the cinema oh, okay And um, So there's a cop In New York yeah And he Basically He could have flown under the radar a bit but got like expensive cars and stuff like that and they were like dude uh, you can't afford that car what are you doing <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah and that's a great that's a great documentary but, but,
0: as well. but I think the 13th is way more worthy you yeah. know it's, it's 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 a story that needs to be told and and it's certainly a great outlet that it's right there in people's feeds right front and centre for people to watch
3: and it, I think that documentary that one the Oscars, a little list white helmets or the white helmets. The white helmets is on Netflix. As on Netflix well, yeah. I think that was a Netflix original as well. So
1: it's funny we've be- we've barely even mentioned documentaries. Yeah. but you could talk. You could do a whole a whole episode on that one. We, we alone. might do a whole episode making on a that. murderer. Yeah. There's, oh, there's so true. many big, oh, yeah, big then, moments that, yeah. uh, they've really sort of nailed nailed that section as well. Um, what about you, Joe? What's if you, if you were to pick one?
0: I'm going to step away from Netflix uh, for a moment. So th- there are plenty of of great examples on Netflix, um, but in terms of an unusual story that gripped me, and I wasn't expecting it to. Um, Transparent on uh, Amazon. So we've spoken about Arrested Development, and uh, Jeffrey Tambor is great in that, and he's great in uh, the Larry Sanders Show. Yeah. But he's the linchpin of uh, Transparent, of Transparent. Uh, and it's it's her journey through um, transitioning, and and her family. Um, they're all dislikable in their own way. You know, not unlike Arrested Development, but it's, it's not funny. It is a drama. Uh, well, dramedy, I suppose. Um, but it seems to have gone from strength to strength. Okay. Three seasons in, and it is as good and as interesting as ever. Um, and very different from anything else. So yeah, that would be my, my pick. Because I've met
3: since coming to London, um, it's the first I've met people who are openly transgender. And there are a few people last night at the podcast awards, um, for example, um, fantastic guys, and I've yet to watch trans- uh, Transparent, but I'm really keen I'm really keen to get that down on.
0: Yeah, yeah, it, it, as I say, it's very different, but um there's a there's a kind of a warmth to the the family. Like um in the same instant you can be uh put off by some by a character's behavior and then it'll turn around and you'll be like actually i'm kind of sympathetic towards you know because they're all so self-centered and and it's it's all um it's it's all very egocentric like they're this family that are trying to do right by each other and ultimately they're all in it for themselves and you the selfishness comes out um like across the family yeah um but it, it's it's an interesting story. It's, I really want to see that. It's very. very I guess
1: good. it's again, We're back to the question of access. I don't have an Amazon Prime subscription, uh, so and I do, but I haven't tricky. had the time to carve out to, to do it. There so that's go. that's a problem with the we,
3: proliferation we of with too much choice yeah. and
1: not enough time. There you go. Um, for me, I pro- I'll probably just pick Stranger Things. Uh, oh hell yeah! <laughs> we won't talk too much about so that. You, everyone knows about that.
3: So you the good. So the Netflix algorithm treat for me. I am at the centre <laughs> of that cookie cutter
1: honestly. Dave Cookery, you can have <laughs> <laughs> enjoy. Um, let's let's finish up then on uh, anything upcoming that we're looking forward to on on streaming services. Kobe,
3: um, I get well. This is one of the main problems with them is that they just kind of come out. Although Amazon have kind of an interesting thing w- with seasons where they ch- actually show you the um, what's it called before they oh, make the, the pilot. The, the pilot, they do, yeah. the, and you vote, don't yeah. you? So yeah. They do, they do, so you, can, you have a choice as to what's made into a season, into a full season, which I think is a, a really interesting idea. Yeah. Um,
0: it's tantalizing though because the thing you vote for could end up, you know, vanishing and never, be, and never, never getting coming made. Back in. But
3: I think what they do is that they really kind of front loads those TV, those that episode. Because I saw, the only one I've seen is uh, Casanova and that just had lots of Naked people in it, and I think a lot of people just kind of gone, (laughs) Yeah, let's vote for that one, please. Um, and I I saw a little clip of one with um Jason Lee, and again, there's lots of nudity in it and lots of drug taking, but I'm sure that's that's not the whole story of the season, so I think you can kind of. Get an improper vision of what, but, I, but I just I do like the idea they're giving people a bit more of a vote as to what might they might want to see going forward. Uh, Although prom-
1: when you give people the the choice, uh, it doesn't always work out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: Um, but I think generally the things I it's continuation of the same thing. So I'm looking forward to seeing the defenders. Looking forward to yeah. seeing um, House of Cards. Uh, final, I think it might be the final season or maybe. I'm not
1: sure. I kind of hope so. I think yeah. they, they need to wrap that up.
3: And I th- I'm looking forward to seeing Sense8, which I thought was a really good uh, idea for a TV show. Maybe a few normal moments, but I think it's a really, really cool thing. So it's, it's more of the same because I don't know what's coming. F- I don't know what's coming because every time I load my Netflix, there's a new TV show or film that I've never heard of before and I've expected to watch it. So I'm trying not to...
1: Yeah, they don't signpost anything. Yeah. They just land it. That's it. Uh, what about you, Helen? Anything?
2: Um, I'm not really... Looking forward to anything other than kind of the choices that we get from our guests. And yeah. I'd kind of, <laughs> of like to see how Girls Ended because I watched the first few series. That's on Now TV. Is it on Now? Okay. Yeah. Maybe I, look into. I've
1: watched it all. It's a brilliant show. Yeah, because I, I think it's standout.
2: When I didn't have Sky anymore, I lost track of it. And because obviously it's quite hard to find illegally as well. Um, not that I've looked, of course. Yeah, because when you type girls into a search, <laughs> it can bring up all, qu- all kinds of things. <laughs> but, um, Illegal yeah, so girls. I'm, <laughs> I'm looking forward to tracking that down and, and cashing up on that, I think.
3: Well, now TV, they have a really cool thing where I think it's £25 for six months.
2: Okay. So okay. that's
3: actually... and that, and that we So we, that's how we started it, and that ties in with Game, Game of Thrones. Thrones. So it just made perfect sense. So i bought it and then cancelled it straight away, so we don't... You won't renew it. Yeah, we won't yeah. renew it unless we really, really want to renew it, which is... Yeah. So I think it's kind of fair. What
1: I'm about thinking. you, Joe? Anything on your radar?
0: Um, I think I'm with you, uh, Kobe, on um, House of Cards. I, I'm looking forward to seeing how they wrap that up and, and where it goes because the political landscape has shifted uh, since the last season. Yeah. Um, and almost, if you watch the previous one, the very end of it is is prescient. Um, you know, it, it sets forward um, uh, a military-industrial complex kind of uh, future, or at least a fictional one, that... Now the pr- the the real present is stranger than the the, f- the fiction that they made up. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and and I suppose uh, the, the lighter side of that, if you, if you wanted to cut that, if you will, uh, <laughs> v- Veep is back on HBO. It's it's back on Sky Atlantic. So yeah. um, that's the flip side of it. That's the the comedic version of it. Um, so far. It looks like it's it's lost a bit of something. Or well, V-Pass. V-Pass, yeah. just, just, just slightly. But we'll wait and see how the season pans I out. I
1: agree. I think there might have peaked last, last season. Because it was on it was such really, a good really trajectory. Good. It got better and better and better. And it's an amazing show. But this season feels like they don't quite know where they're going or where they've decided to go isn't quite as interesting.
0: Well, you know Armando Iannucci has left. That's right. So yeah. That could explain like it's Well he
3: left a couple of seasons ago, didn't he? And then Chris yeah. Addison was there for another season and now he's left. Okay. So now it's down to the American writers and they like to drag things out. They if they have got all the time and will in the world without a single focus with like someone like David Simon or David Chase with the Sopranos. Yeah. Then things can just get baggy and, and go on for forever. It's
2: like when Mark Green left ER. It's never the same. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh dear, that,
1: <laughs> that's a callback.
3: <laughs> is that is that um, I, King's character?
2: Uh, Anthony Edwards. Yeah. Uh, that's, oh, okay. That's I thought you we were going to say
3: um, Clooney's character.
2: No, no, it was, it was when Mark Green died in ER. That's
3: he died. Uh, Spoiler alert! for, oh uh, for <laughs> ER.
2: That that went to fifteen seasons. That did, and I've wow. done ER three times now. Whoa.
0: Whoa. And, and these are through. like 24 episode seasons, yeah, right? Yeah. All of oh, them. Yeah. And they're wow. hour long as well, aren't they?
1: Yeah, pretty so much, so that's, yeah. That's dedication, that. Yeah. And you yeah. still won't watch Game of Thrones? <laughs>
2: yeah, just—it doesn't just really <laughs> interest me. but I would watch over. ER again all the way through.
0: <laughs> uh, I, I'm fixated on Game of Thrones. Are you completely not interested or is it just access?
2: I'm just not interested. Oh,
0: wow.
3: Yeah, oh, fair enough. That's fair. Yeah. 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 don't want to try and force you to anything you don't want
0: to. No, it isn't for everyone if you're not inclined,
3: then... What about myself, Dave?
1: What are you looking forward to?
0: Um, I well, Defenders you? as well. Yeah.
1: Uh, very much so. Because uh, as much as Iron Fist was stinky as hell, uh, Daredevil and Jessica Jones in particular I thought were excellent. And I'd like to see how that all pays off.
3: Well, we talked about it, didn't we? But yeah, I think Iron Fist has some positives, but... It- just was far too they dropped the ball massively i I think
1: i I, I could talk about that for hours Um, (laughs) and i think it was just a a charisma void in finn jones he just didn't really he didn't really play danny rand very well he played him as sort of this sort of confused mental patient (laughs) uh, who was not relatable at all and yeah petulant and unrelatable um another one that I, i noticed in our in my research for this was um there's a mo- there's a Will Smith movie, a Netflix exclusive movie coming at the end of this year. That called-
0: trailer looks bonkers. Yeah, it's so
1: weird. It's and I've never even heard anything about this. It's it's set in a uh, a modern world mixed with a fantasy sort of Lord of the Rings um world. So okay. to, so the conceit is that orcs and goblins and dwarves and hobbits etc they all exist in the modern world with us and will smith plays uh, an lapd officer who's who's paired with it sounds like this sounds like something alan partridge will come up with. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who, who's paired with the first ever orc police officer right um played by joel edgerton i mean i'll watch it well.
2: i mean he's um, he's an actor who's in need of a hit will
3: smith yeah
2: he needs to be in something good soon it's a,
3: it's a common thread on a quiz what's up because as much as everyone likes him as a, as a charismatic person. Uh, he's
2: made terrible, terrible, yeah. terrible films. And he's just riding the wave
3: on his own handsomeness and charisma and stuff,
0: isn't he? Yeah. Can, can we list them off? We've got Wild Wild well, West. The
2: thing is, can you list a, a really good one?
1: I love Men in Black, personally.
0: I would say that uh, Pursuit of Happiness wasn't bad. But it's, it's this is the thing.
1: It's, it's the not bad.
3: It's yeah. The, yeah, he, yeah. he's, he's probably the best part in um, Suicide Squad-ish. Sure.
1: Yeah, um, but it's but a terrible, terrible, terrible film. film. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think anyone. Yeah, and like you said, it's Men not.
2: Men in Black loses it, loses points because of the sequel. Oh,
3: I <laughs> like
1: the sequels. I like oh. both of them. And it wasn't, wasn't. It wasn't
3: even Men in Black. It wasn't even that bigger part of Independence Day, which isn't yeah. great for my, a re-
2: rewatch in anyway. Fact, I think
3: my favorite of his films is probably Bad Boys, but I haven't, okay. I haven't rewatched it for a while, so I could. I watched it when I was very young, and like Will Smith was like one of my favorite actors so maybe gave him a bigger reign than he should do but I
0: guess he's he's just a
1: he's a movie star he's got presence and charisma and he's often bigger than the movie and better than the movie he's in so he elevates it.
0: but he's still making the rubbish choices
1: you're
3: right yeah he's Uh, He's, he's had a
2: real real really bad I mean
1: seven pounds
0: collateral beauty after earth
3: things like that yeah Yeah. I want to watch that concussion though because I like the story behind it
0: that's not bad. I wouldn't yeah. say it's great, but it's not bad. I
3: think it's it's the story rather than Will Smith. make me watch it. Yeah. I, I really like the story behind it. I
1: haven't seen any of those movies. And, yeah. and I'd say others are in the same position. Uh, but every time I see trailers for those, it just looks like, give me an Oscar. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's courting that. Is he good enough to get an Oscar?
2: Why didn't he get nominated for, for Ali? Ali. Ali
3: yeah. Oh, Ali was not bad.
2: That, yeah. that was good. Yeah. That
3: might be the last but good Will yeah. Smith film.
2: He's so... That description of what that TV series does not feel me with no. confidence. Oh, it's
1: an, no, it's a movie, but it's, oh, it's, an, it's a movie. It's a movie. Like, uh, only movie. It's, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> I think it just sounds so bonkers. I'm like, I'm on board. Well, yeah, th- that, that's either the best or the worst thing I TV. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Um, yes so uh, thank you very much for joining us Thanks on Guys. Uh, on, on is this the, this isn't the first four-way um, uh I think it is uh, Oh yeah. it well, it well no no we have um, our, our better halves yeah. with us but it is the first <laughs> where um, uh we've been in the same room myself and Dave included have never been in the same room podcasting <laughs> before so uh, That's yeah, true, this, this no, is the first um, but uh, thank you very much for for your insights and for um, for, for, for lending your, your Netflix expertise and, and beyond um, if people want to catch your, your podcast or if they want to message you on Twitter
2: yep yeah, we are at Flixwatcher Pod, and um, you just search FlixWatcher for iTunes and find there but um, we're always after people's thoughts on the films that we're reviewing and join in the discussion
0: and a very fine podcast and well produced it is. Um, if you want to find us uh, in a less finely produced podcast, um, it's <laughs> at Pod. you can message us uh, let us know what, uh, what streaming movies or series that you're interested in, did you agree with our choices or, or perhaps disagree um, I think that's it for now thank you very yeah. so much guys, thank you Dave cheers, cheers guys thank you. <laughs> not with that attitude <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Cheers. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.